Hello everyone and welcome to Heading North. My name is Nick. And I'm Megan. And this week we are going to do a couples episode. We're going to talk about a few things that work for us and, and some tips that we have uh, just based off of our experiences traveling as a couple, as well as a little bit about our most recent trip to Thunder Bay. For those of you who have listened to previous episodes, um, I've talked about Megan in the past, especially with my new uh, May the Force Be With You line. She was the one who uh, thought of that pure genius now on a t-shirt and soon to be on a hat. We recently took a trip as a couple up to Thunder Bay, and you guys can listen to last week's or two weeks ago's episode on traveling to Canada if you want to know how you guys can do that. And we had a blast, so I think we kind of thought that it would be a really cool idea to... Uh, Come on and talk about some of our tips and tricks and just some of our things that we enjoy to do while traveling as a couple. So, um, I mean, I think the biggest thing that I talk about when it comes to traveling, when I used to be a travel planner, especially uh, with a couple and with a family, is packing your patience. No matter what you do, whether you are waiting in a two-hour Disney queue to get on your favorite ride, or if you are trying to figure out a hike or even a show to go to in a new place, it's it's really a good practice to just kind of pack your patience and know there might be some things that stress you or have time constraints, and then that's okay. So even in the highest level of planning, you may differ on a lot of the things that you want to do, and that that's completely okay. Yeah, and I think if there's things that you and your partner don't agree on that you want to do, it's really important to take time and honor the things that they enjoy too, which we'll get into. Um, so even if it's not your favorite thing, just just go enjoy it with them. So for example, this this trip, Nick likes comics and that's just not my thing. And that's okay, like we had time to kill. And so we went into the comic book store the second one we actually went into happened to have some records, which is something we've been on a search for. So it ended up being a blessing for us, um, well, for me, so I could go browse through some some records. So I think it's really important that you just honor those things that your partner wants to do. Um, and then another note on that, <laughs> before one of our previous vacations, uh, Nick told me before we went, he, he's like, I guarantee like, we're going to fight. It, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it you know, no matter what happens, I still care deeply for you. I, it's really important that we just know that this can happen. And so we went into it knowing that like, hey, we're going to argue. We're just going to have some moments of like, we disagree on things. And it turned out that we didn't have a single disagreement. It was probably one of the best trips that we've ever been on. And a lot of the trips that you go on, like you may not have those times where you are going to disagree, but the reality of the matter is, and the reason why I used to always have this conversation with people I, I plan trips for, was simply because you're going into a new place where you're completely uncomfortable. You are, there's a lot of things that you have to do, whether or not you plan things with a time crunch, inevitably there's going to be one or two things that do cause a constraint on your time. So there are a lot of variables that can come together and cause an argument, even down to going to a place that is a completely different temperature, whether it's an extreme heat or extreme cold. Those are all things that are going to come into the uncomfortability that we have as a single person. And that could then be portrayed as an uncomfortability or an argument point as a couple. So really, like you said, like we didn't have any issues, but kind of going in and knowing that that's going to be a possibility kind of allows you to one, prepare for it in case it does happen, but two, also think of things while you are on your trip to kind of make it easier for your partner so that those things don't happen. And that's my next tip was to make sure that you just go with the flow. So for Nick and I, we try not to make time constraints because they stress us both out. So uh, typically we won't make like 
multiple reservations for meals during the day or like a dinner reservation or like certain times that we have to be somewhere um, because we like to do things like go on a hike or find something that we really enjoy or we're like, oh, look at that cute place. Let's stop there. Let's go check it out. And if we were on a time constraint, one of us might miss out on something that we'd like to do uh, because we, we have to be somewhere at a certain time. And I think part of the reason that we like to go with the flow on vacation is because our lives are very scheduled. Uh, we're both working a lot, managing a lot of things. And so when we go on a vacation, we want to be able to just go do whatever we want at whatever time we want. If that means dinner at 9 p.m., awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I think we um, we tested that out last night. We decided to get pizza at about... <laughs> 8 30 9 o'clock at night and now we're in canada and there just happens to be a detroit deep dish style place um oh, what's it called it's called subdivision and it just happened to, to uh opened i, I want to say two or three weeks ago and we just went and kind of had fun with it and i really like our go with the flow plans like you said we are very scheduled you know you guys see my social media if you follow me personally and you see wake up, go to the gym, go to work, get all this stuff done, get out, go for a hike, get photos. And yes, on vacation, we are going for hikes and getting photos and all that stuff, but kind of not having that constraint on it is huge. And when you go to places like Disney or theme parks or even go to New York City, stuff like that, like obviously you need dining reservations and stuff. So you can't have those time constraints. So when you are traveling and you find yourself able to not necessarily plan as much as go with the flow, like Megan was just saying, you tend to have a lot more of a fun time for today. For instance, we knew that we had to get home at some point. We were going to hit a couple things on the way home, but we decided to go to a place called habit, which just happened to be, we were leaving our uh, hotel. We got packed. We just kind of hung out this morning, had a cup of coffee and then just naturally went into packing. And when we were ready to go, which beautifully happened to be right before our checkout time, we, we decided to go up and check out habit because they were closed yesterday uh, the Canadians seem to really enjoy their rest days. So a lot of things were closed yesterday. So we made the choice to go to today and had an absolute blast of a time. And there was nothing telling us we had to be back to the border at this time. We needed to be at a dinner reservation at this time. We just were there. We saw that there was a good opportunity to explore the, the place that we decided. And we took that opportunity and, and enjoyed ourselves. And I walked away from that more relaxed than when I even walked into that coffee shop. Definitely. I agree. And I just think it's really important to to take that time to go with the flow, whatever you want to do. Uh, that The way that we found that pizza place was actually because the night before, we decided to go for an after dinner drink and dessert at yep. a different restaurant. So we had dinner at this delicious Thai place and we decided to go get dessert somewhere else. And we had a beverage there and we were going to walk back to our B&B &B, and we just happened to run into this brewery and walked in and they had pizza. And so we were like, oh, let's remember this for another night and then ended up having late night pizza randomly. <laughs> yeah, which mind you, we had already had dinner. We we were pretty full last night. I, I think this whole week we, we really, we ate like kings and queens and, and uh, really enjoyed ourselves on, yes. on the food side of things. And we as a couple are... We're very health conscious. I know Megan has food allergies that we kind of work around. And then I also, with my fitness training and stuff like that, also avoid things like dairies, try to eat as healthy as possible, high protein, low carb, stuff like that. 
And what we found as a couple really works for us to kind of stay within that healthy, healthy mindset, but also enjoy a lot of these dishes we would like, or maybe a dish that has a little bit more dairy um, in case we want to stink up the car ride home. <laughs> but the way that we kind of get around that is, is that we, uh, we don't think we eat. I guess we do think about the process of, hey, what do you want to share? But what we do is, is we pick out a couple dishes on the menu that we enjoy and then we kind of go halves on each of them so that we're not putting a bunch of plates of full dishes in front of us, but we are still trying all those things that we really enjoy. I know you and I have done this pretty much regularly. And don't think because you also plan that that you have to abide by that your whole trip. There will be times that Meg or I will look at each other and say, hey, look, like I'm not sharing tonight. I'm hungry. I want this dish. I'm not sharing. And yes. that's okay too. The sharing thing came up though early on when we were dating and I would, we'd go to a restaurant and I'd be like, oh, I really want this, but I also want this. Can you, we go have these with me. And it's been a great tool for us when we're traveling or we want to try more things. Uh, sometimes I really have to talk Nick into it. And then like we talked about before, Honor, when he tells me, no, I'm going to eat this entire cheeseburger to myself. Thank you. <laughs> I don't recall it ever being a cheeseburger that I, know, I said I was going to eat by myself. Or... Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> Which, that pizza I'm glad we shared because that was a big, oh. thick pizza. And yes. like, I don't know if anyone has ever tried uh, Detroit-style pizza. It's very much a, um, just like Chicago deep dish, it's, it's a very thick pizza, lots of cheese. And the sauce is actually done over top. Which I think, Meg, you weren't necessarily familiar with having the no. sauce over top. <laughs> I, I've had plenty of deep dish in my life, so, uh, and actually, I may or may not have ordered deep dish Chicago pizza to my house from Chicago from time to time, so I'm a little bit more used to that than I think you were. So, Megan has experienced something that most people I've interviewed have experienced and that I know I have experienced myself, is that I make a plan and I set certain topics to go at certain times, and then in spur of the moment, as I think I have found a better way to do it, I change without talking to anyone and Megan experienced that today because we were going to start this entire podcast with us talking about all the things that we uh, enjoyed about our trip. And this kind of goes with the go with your flow and go with the flow is that Megan has been an absolute trooper sitting next to me, realizing that probably right off the bat and then just kind of carrying on with me. So it's kind <laughs> of a, a, you know, proof that it works right in, in, in the beginning there. Um, I know my personal favorite was the hikes we did. Megan, is awesome. I usually kind of get to where I'm going, pull up the map and find a hike. Meg found a bunch of hikes ahead of time. So we really got to see everything that we wanted to. Um, she had picked one that I had kind of talked about, which was Mount McKay, which we did uh, yesterday afternoon. And then in the morning we went and did Kakabeka Falls, which was about 25 to 35 minutes up Route 11 from us, from where we were in Thunder Bay. So those were your two favorite things. That was just my one favorite. Your one favorite thing. That was Our definitely hikes. my one favorite thing was okay. my hikes. I, I just put them both together. <laughs> okay. So I can, I have three favorite things. Oh, it. <laughs> okay. So first one, I also agree. Our hikes. Uh, when Nick and I, my, my dating profile, when I met Nick was uh, looking for a hiking buddy. And I truly did find that with you. And I love, I mean, we experience hiking all the time together, but I love when we, we go travel, we make sure to get hikes in, and that's really what we're looking for in a lot of our travels. So uh, the waterfall, the Kakabeka Falls that we saw was the biggest waterfall I've ever seen in my life. It was incredible. 
and the view at the top of Mount McKay, just breathtaking. It was amazing. I think I mentioned to you while we were up there that I, I love that we had behind us the city, but when you got to the top, you really were looking at the lake, the trees, and just wilderness um, that you could get right outside of a city rather than being, you know, hiking 14 miles into the mountains and then doing a 14er or something to, to get to see that wilderness. It was really awesome to just yeah. go a couple miles and be in wilderness. Uh, I have to say, though, my favorite thing from our whole entire trip was our coffee trip this morning. Uh, so we went to a place called The Habit. It was in an old church. Mm -hmm. And so there was beautiful, I mean, just the space was incredible. Beautiful stained glass windows. Um, the coffee was delicious. The staff there was so kind. And it was just an all-around amazing experience. Lastly... Because I said I had a third one. You did say you had a third one. <laughs> I, I, we allowed it. <laughs> uh, if you haven't noticed already, it was the food. And that was something that I like to seek out when we go on vacation. I love to eat. We enjoy eating out together. So when we go travel somewhere, I enjoy being able to try different cuisines in different places, uh, seeking out restaurants. And so before we went, I made sure to look up kind of restaurants that we would enjoy and also, I did this because of that go with the flow piece that we talked about earlier. Um, because when Nick gets hangry, we uh, nothing Shots else. Fired. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else can happen. We must eat right now. And so sometimes, what happens in those moments is um, I have to use my patience and just you know kind of go with wherever we can eat is where we're eating right now and whatever's closest. And so this was a nice way to be able to be like hey, this is what's nearby. These are where we're kind of headed to. And what kind of food might you think you'd be hungry for when we get near that area? And it ended up working out really well. So well so that uh, I had gone up to uh, Thunder Bay, Ontario a couple, I want to say about a little bit over a month ago. And anyone who knows me knows that I love Chinese food. Like it is my absolute top 10 favorite foods. All 10 of my top 10 favorite foods are Chinese food. And... What I had realized was while I was extremely hungry and, and getting quite grumpy was is that there were way too many Chinese food places to decide from. So I went to a Mexican restaurant instead. And when you have a partner who plans the way that Megan does and the way we work together so well is that she kind of helps with those planning things and then I help wing it. And um, <laughs> it, it really made things a lot easier for us this time to go uh, this go around because we did get to try a lot of the things that we wanted to without having that frustration of I don't know what to decide especially when there are 32 different Chinese food choices and all of them sound delicious with great reviews that just reminded me with all of our go with the flow and food things uh on Sunday morning we didn't realize that basically everywhere would be closed yep. nothing is open there on Sundays or most things aren't open on Sundays and so we couldn't go to any of the places that we had written down for breakfast. And so it was a moment where we were like, all right, what's open? Let's kind of pick what might work for us. Yeah. And I think we ended up going with a place. It was either Red Rooster or just Rooster. It was a smaller diner in, in town, and which they opened earlier than they said they did. So that was great as we had gotten there early in all of our planning. Uh, Meg is frantically going through her Instagram stories right now to Rooster's Bistro. Rooster's Bistro. So that's what it was. We we went to Rooster's Bistro and it was one of the few places open. And now this is widely an assumption, but I think 
in Ontario, in the area we were in, uh, they really respect Sunday being a day of rest and a, and a day to spend with, you know, at home or with your family. So a lot of places were not open. And again, this could have been originally what we thought was due to the holiday, but a lot of places were open today for Victoria's Day and uh, not yesterday. So I think it just has a lot to do with, you know, the area having those times of rest. But it really kind of shows you that you, you do have to plan on a pivot. And I, I think it goes back to packing our patients as well. Yeah. And that's also, so we really notice that people there take, take time to relax, take the day off or even a couple days off. Like their weekend is really like Sunday, Monday with a lot of the places we wanted to go to. And so I just wanted to make note that if you're adventure people like Nick and I, uh, to make sure that you still take time to relax when you're on vacation uh, so that you don't need a vacation from your vacation when you get home. Uh, so make sure to, to take some time to relax in whatever way that is for you. So especially if maybe your partner is a doer and you're someone who just wants to like sit on the beach and drink margaritas the whole time, <laughs> to have those things you agree on, like today, yes, we're going to go do all the things and tomorrow I'm going to sit in the pool all day, whatever that is for you. So just make sure that you take that time to enjoy your vacation and actually relax. And on that note, uh, if you have to work, do it and make sure that it's respectful to your partner. So this really is about traveling with your partner and Nick and I both work hard and we work kind of odd hours or have bonus things that we do in our lives. And so for me, I, you know, I work different late hours and stuff. And so uh, I needed to get some work done while we were there and just having that agreement to like, hey, I need to get some work done. When's a good time for me to do this? Instead of like, hey, we're sitting on the couch and finally relaxing, having a minute together to like watch something funny or enjoy a TV show. Like how disrespectful of me to be like, hey, I have a moment to get my work done. I'm going to like dip out, right? So we really found a time where we weren't doing anything. I'm just going to get this done quick took me 20 minutes and then we went on with our vacation. It wasn't something that was all consuming or anything like that. Exactly. And, and this for this trip, for instance, was a really good opportunity uh, for many of you Star Wars loving fans out there. No, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi came out this week and I had been working all week and I hadn't had an opportunity to watch the second episode of the two. And we had... Megan had communicated very beautifully beforehand, hey, I do have some time where I need to get a little bit of work done, put my order in. And I, because we, she had initiated that conversation, knew, okay, well, I want to finish this episode, so why don't we plan a time when you do that? I'll sit down and finish my episode. So neither of us were really getting in the way of our plans together. We just used some time that we could kind of separate and do those things. And I think in that too, even when you are on a trip as a couple, it is okay to at times separate and do different things. There may be a time that Megan wants to go check out Toy Story Land. And I happen to be a huge Star Wars nut to keep on this trend. And I would love to go see my Star Wars stuff. So Meg and Jet, her son, uh, decided that they were going to go do their their Toy Story time. And I went and had my, my Star Wars time. And those times are okay as long as you have a plan to come together and continue enjoying your trip together. And I think that's part of why you and I get along so well because those things are communicated. Yes. We always talk about it ahead of time. It's never in the moment of like, oh, I, now I have to do this and someone is upset or anything. Like everything, we just like discuss stuff and that's part of why we always work so well together, even not on vacation. Mm -hmm. But 
it, it really makes our vacations run smoothly no matter where we are or just our day-to-day. We're really good about talking about, hey, I need to do this. I, I'd like to get it done in a certain amount of time. I'm going to make sure that I do it. And is that going to work okay with you? Yeah. And of course, when it's something important, for example, recording this episode <laughs> that needs to get out on a time constraint, we know it to be like, hey, all right, that's fine. Like, we'll, we'll make it work. Um, and it's not disruptive to each other. Exactly. And the biggest takeaway in all of this is whether it's planning or anything else or eating or splitting food, all of it comes down to communication. And we're not couples therapists by any means, um, but we do work together very well. And what we've realized is, is that all comes down to communication. Hey, I want this. Hey, I need this. And it's okay as a couple to say, you know, as a one member of that couple to say, I need this. And when you work together, you can find a great way to enjoy all of these things that both of you need. And even if you are going on a trip where it's, you want it to be extremely spontaneous, still have that conversation ahead of time. Hey, like I know there's no schedule, but I would like to hopefully cram this or this in. And when you have that, it makes it so you're able to think of each other and to get those things and to plan the time you know that you have to make sure that both sides have those opportunities. I think that's especially important when it's if you and your partner don't always agree on the things that you'd like to do. Like I I work with a lot of people who their partners and them don't agree on a lot of things. And so for us, we enjoy a lot of the same things. Like Nick and I both love coffee. We don't love our coffee done the same way, but we both love coffee. Very different ways, <laughs> to be exact. So for us to go to a coffee shop in the morning is amazing because both of us need coffee. At 4 p.m. will I go to a coffee shop? No. <laughs> I differ in that because at 4 o'clock I will absolutely go to a coffee shop. Yes. Granted, I also work for an energy drink company, so take that for what it is. <laughs> And, you know, on that topic too, I just want to take a quick proud moment and say that we order our coffees so differently in such spectacular different ways that someone thought we were actually on a coffee tasting tour today, <laughs> which I, I don't know if I should feel proud or possibly slightly depressed by that, but <laughs> that was a part of our day and I'm, I'm going to go with proud. So I think pride will be what, what we'll say with that, but that, that did happen today. Yes. Um, one more thing I wanted to mention uh, while we're in this like things that we both enjoy, don't enjoy. Make sure that when you go on vacation, your trip's gonna be way more enjoyable if you do things that you genuinely enjoy. Like in life, shouldn't we just be doing more stuff that we enjoy? Mm -hmm. So if you're gonna go on vacation and take time away from your life, like this is your chance to do stuff. Time and money. Yes, oh my gosh, totally. So, and this is, this is your time and money invested into things that you love. So just because someone, uh, your social media influencer did this thing in, you know, Toronto or where, uh, gosh, uh, Tulum, where we're going, doesn't mean that you have to do that. If it's not something you enjoy, you would give yourself permission not to do that. And that's, you know, maybe contradictory to what I said before of like, oh, do what your partner wants to do to an extent, like make sure that you're like working with each other and also doing things that you enjoy and love on your vacation. Exactly. And like you said, we are going to Tulum in three weeks now. So another country right off the bat. And Instagram would tell me that I need to be sipping my ties in my very colorful bathing suit sitting on the beach the entire time. 
But even down to, we found out we were going and I did a little bit of research on the area and found out that there's mine ruins for us to explore and some of the best diving in the world. So being able to incorporate those extra things in, you, you can definitely still get your shot next to the pool with the Mai Tai. I can guarantee you in about three weeks, you will see a Facebook or Instagram story with me sipping a Mai Tai at the pool. But I'm also going to make sure that we get in some of those things that we are going to enjoy as well, which happens to be hiking and, and this particular instance is going to be hiking to Mayan ruins. So before we uh, get too much further into all of the wonderful couples things we do on trips, uh, I think we're going to end it here and possibly revisit this topic at another time. Um, Meg, thank you so much for coming on. Can you let all of the listeners know where we can find you? Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm honored to be on an episode actually recorded and not just mentioned. <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, I have an Instagram where I post a lot of our adventures and seemingly more adventurous things. And you can follow me on Instagram at Megan S. Brass. And for all of my social media or any of the stuff I'm working on, just go to linktr.ee forward slash Disney Adams. That'll get you to everywhere that you want to find me. Also a nice little kickback link that'll get you over to Heading North Podcast. And if you would like to listen to anything else from Heading North Podcast, you can go to headingnorthpodcast.com. Music in this episode is by Asylum Music and Media Works. And if you want to find Heading North Podcast on social media, just search Heading North Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok, or Heading North Pod on Twitter. If you want to support what it is I do here and uh, make sure that the show can grow, make sure that you guys go to patreon.com forward slash Heading North Podcast. Or you can pick up any of our so merch just going by going to headingnorthpodcast.com forward slash shop. And as always, to help this show grow past where it is, make sure that you like and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. We make, I'm trying not to, so Megan's making fun of me because I can't balance on my little balance ball that I've decided to have at our desk. So much sound. Don't it does. It makes it. so much sound. So um, this whole part is probably going to be cut out because of all that sound that I just made. Yeah. <laughs> you can't giggle right off the bat. You got to like at least give ourselves a couple goes before we start getting <laughs> giddy with it.